The Ash, Lutzi and Susie O'Neill podcast. I'm really excited about this next guest, Jane Liu, because I was reading her story and um, welcome, Jane, to the show. Hi, thanks for having me. Um, you, like, run this massive turnover business, um, Showpo at the moment. Turn, um, Showpo, it turns over $30 million a year. But your upbringing is so... Um, different to that wasn't it you moved from China when you were eight years old with your family and only child and your parents were pretty keen on you getting like a proper in inverted commas job and then Mm -hmm. take it take it from there you got a job as an accountant at Ernst & Young you did exactly what you wanted them to do what they wanted you to do Um, you know got really good grades became an accountant got a a job in a a top four accounting firm and then tell us what happened well I I think I realized quite early on that I actually hated accounting and it wasn't for me. And then I looked, I just looked at the rest of my life and I thought, how could I just be mediocre? And because I wasn't, I didn't like it. I thought I wasn't good at it. How could I just be mediocre at this like job that I don't like for the rest of my life? It just, um, it seemed more like a prison trap rather than like this dream job that I was hoping for growing up. So I quit my job to start another business. I started running these pop-up stores, which then became this utter failure. So all of a sudden, I had no, I had no job. I lost the money I invested in the first business. It was in the middle of the global financial crisis, and so I just I couldn't tell my parents that I had quit my job. So I was I had to keep pretending to go to work while I was trying to figure out what what I was going to do with my life. And then um, by default, I, because it was a global financial crisis, I couldn't get another job. I thought I'll just start another business. And then I started Showpo. And I thought, let's make this an online business. And I guess it just really took off. Um, it was great timing. How long did you have to keep up the deception uh, with, <laughs> your, with your folks for? Because well, you were in your early 20s at this stage, I assume. Yeah. I was 23. Um, I think I did about I did six months of like pretending to put on a suit. I had to catch the bus with my mom into the city because she also worked in the city, <laughs> uh, which is unnecessarily do? painful. And I'm I'm not a morning person, so like I'd be I'd be horrible at breakfast radio. But like I'm not a morning person, and I I just. Having to get up early when you're unemployed is just probably the coolest <laughs> thing ever. So, um, but what would you do once mum got into the city when she went yeah. her way? Would you turn around and wait for the next bus to go home? Or? Yeah, sometimes. I mean, I started off by you know going to a cafe, being like, okay, I'm doing this, like try, doing the romantic unemployed, starting a business thing, and then I realised I couldn't really afford to keep buying coffees. <laughs> so then I went <laughs> to the state library. Sometimes I came home. Um, yeah. <laughs> And then at night time at dinner, were you like talking about what happened in your day? Like Bloody pretending? Oh, yeah. Yeah. He's driving me mental, mum. He's driving. Yeah, the boss is really riding me. <laughs> and then how successful were you before you told them? Because it says, um, I read that you bought them um, a car and you paid off your mortgage, their mortgage. Did you get to that yeah. point before you told them? I mean, I kept up the facade for a while because then um, for the next year I moved out um, and told them I was on unpaid leave. So when I officially told them that I how, about the whole deception, like they already knew the business was doing well. Um, it was two years <laughs> before I told them that I had been lying to them. But they, they already at the stage knew they could see the business was doing well. So, And you talk about as well, it's the best time to take risks, isn't it, when you're young and you're first out of school because you've got kind of not nothing to lose. It sounds like you lost $60,000 and a fair bit of money. But You're probably a bit more fearless, I reckon. Yeah, like what, what, what advice would you give to kids who are um, finishing school and maybe don't know what to do with their lives? Oh, I think this is just the time to really, like, back yourself and take some risks because I think even if things don't work out, you're, you've been on a new path. And at that stage, like, no one is doing 
like with hindsight at the time, I think you're so competitive. You could be competitive with people in that, you know, you're looking at what everyone else is doing, what they're studying, what jobs they've got. But in the long run, you've, you've got so much time to reestablish yourself and get yourself into doing something you really love. If you think about the whole journey you have ahead, you know, for your working career. So it's the best time to do it. It's a great story. Mm. I love it. it Congratulations. Really yeah, following your passion. And, um, and yeah. Shopo's a juggernaut. And it is. Mm. Exporting now oh, to thank 120 you. countries. Uh, yeah. Shopo with uh, Jane Liu. Uh, Thanks nice, so nice much. Nice to meet you. Thanks, Jane. You too. Bye. The Ash, Lutzi and Susie O'Neill podcast.